Warning, the host of this podcast has a penchant for the pontification of puns and an altruistically alienating affection for alliteration. If you suffer a weak constitution or get annoyed easily, you may want to seek prior medical advice or avoid this particularly perplexing pod podcast as the host is unbalanced as a washer full of shoes. Salutations, stoners. This is your dosing of dope jackpot here again with another installment of the Chronic Insomnia podcast. Here with Beth Van Elswick, the hemp huntress. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, whatever she wants to talk about, really. So why don't we get into it? Go ahead and uh, introduce yourself again. It's a little redundant, but that's how these things work. Hey, no problem. My name is Beth, and yeah, I go by the uh, the hemp huntress. Uh, definitely got a uh, huge passion uh, for hemp, so I, I can go on and on for, for days about that. Uh, got into the idea of, of hemp uh, back with uh, Jack Hare's book, Emperor Wears No Clothes. Uh, then re-brought into hemp with Doug Fine and Hempbound and got to meet him, and that was about six years ago. And my passion just got rein- reinvigorated of why aren't we doing this yet. Uh, really lucky to be uh, living in Oregon. So six years ago when cannabis went legal, jumped into that. Uh, been a cannabis user my whole life, so I real you know knowledgeable, yeah, knowledgeable about that, um, and learned a lot more. Obviously, it's not like it was back in the eighties, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. And then uh, when hemp went legal, I made the jump uh, to really get into hemp and uh, help in the beginning. You know, seed craft hemp, CBD obviously is what America's chosen to lead with. Right. Personally, I am really, really trying to get people excited about fiber and and hemp insulation, all these things that don't sound as exciting as CBD, but really are. So from, you know, that that's my that's kind of my deal. And I just want to help people get started growing or or you got an idea. I mean, now's the time man. what what innovation do you have? I bet we can do it with hemp. I, I absolutely agree. I, I love that. And that's that's one of the reasons that I that I wanted you on. It's my thing. And I've been talking to a few people recently. Um, about it, like especially like at the Emerge Conference and things like mm-hmm. that, because they have the, yeah. the CBD uh, USA Expo, and yeah. like I've been preaching this forever. It's one of the things that I personally think that because CBD is great for what it did by mm-hmm. itself. Honestly, like if you know on a medical level, on a you know on a tactile, on a practical level, CBD isn't shit. I mean, it 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 serves a purpose, and what it does, like really, what it like it serves more of a a legislative and a cultural purpose than it does a medicinal purpose in my eyes. Like it does help to to you know to more efficient organize the cannabinoids like terpenes and it does help to to you know it's got the deleterious effect on THC but it got people that were on the fence off the fence yes. and that's the most important innovation yes. of CBD yeah because from my from my standpoint like like generation X generation Y hemp was always a thing like yep. before I had even heard about CBD I knew that you know like hemp. It's done a lot of work and we wouldn't be here without, you know, you know, the, the innovations and the discoveries and the fact that, you know, people, it, that is the gateway drug as well. Like it got people talking about, you know, the, <laughs> yeah. the benefits, things like that. Like it was those people who were like, you know, it was, it was the, the, the soccer moms and, you know, those, those Cub Scout dads that are just like, you know, they, they remember back fondly in college when they smoked a doobie at a, you know, an Almond Brothers concert or something like that, you know, and then they start talking about, but those are the people now, the community leaders and the things like that. So it got those people who were like, Ooh, you know, it's, it's bad because it's illegal, not it's bad for any other reason. 
but then started right. talking about it and it opened it up. And it's the same thing in the in the military now. Um, uh, active duty members can can take CBD, and that's 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 huge. As a veteran who has that on the record, it's huge to hear that. I, I was talking about this with, with with some other people. If the VA started producing hemp, that would solve every single problem that the VA has just in that one plant. <laughs> no kidding. The value the the buildings, the clothes, the jobs, the support. The VA could become a self sustained autonomous organization, completely severed. From from the you know the voluntold situation that it's in right now with the government, where it's like you have to do this, you have to mandate this, but we're not going to give you anything, and you have to do it all yourself. So it could become you know totally self sustainable, and that's the one thing that I love about about hemp. But a lot of people don't know, and I think there's like a disconnect. People don't necessarily initially think, oh, you know, CBD comes from hemp, and hemp made you know makes everything. And hemp didn't just build America; hemp built the world. Like hemp has yeah. been a material that people people have used. Wrote like it's it's the ropes. And the and the, the the pitch that held the ships together that discovered the new world, you know, it's yes. the paper that that you know every every document in every country has ever been signed on since you know pyramids were being built, you know, it's it's what literally what history is written on and what holds together you know cultures and people I don't think really realize that and I think because like in my generation you know like I had a hemp backpack and hemp jewelry and yeah you know the bracelets uh, and the cool you know, stuff before, yeah before it was anything else. So yeah. I think in my generation of people like from like in their 30s to, to, to 40s, I think that it was kind of like, yeah, it's about fucking time you guys recognize this thing. Like I love to get high. I smoke weed all the time. I love it in all its forms. It's it's wonderful. It's, 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 it's candy land. But like the world needs to be, you know, needs to recognize the fact that that hemp replace not only replaces every single textile that we're manufacturing today, but the fuels that the machines that make those textiles, you know, are fueled with can also be used with it. But see, right in there lies the problem. I mean, I, I, I like to call myself a, a disruptive capitalist because our real problem, you know, one of our problems is education, obviously educating yeah. people about it. But I see our real problem is the benefits of hemp. Uh, they, they kick into, you know, they really distract from those profits of pharmaceuticals. They distract yeah. from the profits or, you know, I mean, just, we see the numbers. Opiate addiction is down. Opiate deaths are down where cannabis is legal. You and I celebrate, hospitals celebrate, but trust that the pharmacy company is not happy. Oh, absolutely. And the fact that you can't replicate, they can keep trying. And, and good luck to them. They can keep trying to replicate this into a drug and replicate it into something synthetic. But the fact of the matter is I'm growing it on my deck. I can grow it in my backyard. So can you now in Oklahoma? Um, I mean, trust Oregon and Oklahoma. I think we're, we're, we're sister brother states for, for how we're doing things. It's about the farmer. It's definitely, definitely. about the local, local person uh, being able to innovate and sustain and, and maybe get some seed not from Monsanto. Maybe really be your own farmer on your own mm. land, growing your own crop. And a and, little bit of that like stubborn, like, I'm going to do this and I yeah. dare you to tell me not to type attitude. Right. Like, a lot right. of other places are growing and there's a movement. But here I've noticed, because I, I, I moved from Florida a couple months ago and, and I moved out here because I, I lived in, in Washington for so many years. Oh, and I love the Pacific yeah. Northwest. Yeah. So I moved yeah. here. Because it reminded me of the same feel, the same culture, yes. the same industry that it was, you know, in 2010, 2011. So I came right. out here because it's, it's blowing up. But, yeah, I've noticed that the farmers, like, because that's what it was always before. It was, it was always, yep. it's always been an agricultural state. 
but it's one of those agricultural states where it's like you know they came out here and there was nothing it was barren and they made it a fucking farm yep. so that's what these people are like they're like yep. i've been doing this forever and a lot of them have been growing you know hemp and cannabis for a lot longer than it's been legal and and that's what you do i mean like anybody who's been in this industry for real has done things that aren't necessarily <laughs> you know legitimate yeah. but fuck them. You know, we wouldn't be here without it. Um, so, exactly. so yeah, there's definitely that. And 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 what I love, I was watching some of your some of your videos, and I I absolutely love it because it's it's bringing something that the industry that the you know because coming from Florida, the pharmaceutical industry really destroyed the yes. cannabis industry in Florida with vertical integration. The prior, yeah. the previous mayor was all of his 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 funding and his his history came from you know pharmaceuticals. Yep. So he made it so that they had time to kind of pull out before the bottom dropped out like the rest of the industries in the other states in colorado and california yeah. where like all of a sudden bam it's legal and it's open legal so it's like six to twelve plants you know personally or you know all yeah. this in florida it's like you have a a year-long card and a seventh month prescription but you've only got like 500 milligrams of this on your thing or you've only got like an ounce of like it took two years before flower even got on there and edibles just got put on like six months ago so it's ridiculous um so that that screwed that up but it, i i love the you know the bringing something that that Otherwise, mainstream media would tell you is is impossible to do. It's this whole huge industrial organization. Right. But you're like, no, we're going to do this in my backyard and we're going to plant this garden. Yep. And I've got, you know, I've got eggplants and I've got carrots and I've got chrysanthemums and I've got cannabis and I've got hemp. You know, like it's it's I, I absolutely love the fact that you're bringing this into to everybody's home, despite the the burgeoning industry. And it's just like, yes, you can have your, your huge industry, but I'm going to sustain myself with this plant because that's what it's for. Right. And, you know, I've. I've having been in the industry and you've been around too. So you've heard the same thing. One of the things I kept running into a couple of years ago was, you know, I grow the most, I grow the biggest, I'm the best. And I really started thinking about it. And if we have one person growing a million acres, awesome. But if we have a million Americans growing an acre of hemp, you don't think that's going to change everything. That's what changes everything is everybody growing is everybody giving this a chance grow a plant and if you're uncomfortable or you can't grow cannabis then grow a hemp plant let's do it it will change I mean it will change everything. So, so I was I was looking at your your profiles, watching some of the videos, and I was seeing you know like some of the the business that you did in the in the nineties and, and the entrepreneurial spirit, and and I love that that kind of there are a few people, and a lot of it is is fading nowadays, not necessarily fading, just kind of being overshadowed by the the big industry and you know the the flash and the pomp of everything, and everybody's got a product and everybody's you know got a style and things like that. And a lot of the businesses uh, they're kind of getting away from the way it used to be. Like when I first started. You know, and I've told this story countless times, you know, I got my recommendation and the doctor was like, hey, take a copy of this and put it in the basement of your grow house, like where you work so that you can add, you know, your plants because that's a collective, that's a cooperative, you know, and you were you were talking about, you know, like I would rather have one million people growing an acre than, you know, one person growing a million. And I and I, I, I agree with that in the sense that true like community growth, the true growth of a, of a culture or a movement or or a people or anything you know, it, it can it can be built on the backs of a few people or a few innovators, but a truly powerful or or you know strong civilization that's going to last is is better built by everyone because they appreciate what it took yes. to build you know that yes. that foundation as opposed to watching someone do it and, and appreciating all oh, the beauty of of the skill you know looking back on it and knowing that you had a hand in something that's going to last 
for you know the rest of everyone's lives. Well, and absolutely. And when you're doing it, I think you know, and you touched on something uh, just from food, food to clothing. How many? I mean, there are decades of people that can't grow a tomato. Right. You know what I mean? They don't know where food actually comes from. And Mm -hmm. that sounds crazy, but it's true. So I'm almost hoping hemp kind of brings that back too. like you're saying, get your your own knowledge, get your own hands dirty and learn something and be sustainable so that you don't have to turn on the mainstream news or whatever. You know, all this propaganda stuff. If you know the facts yourself because you did it yourself, then you know when the government says that cannabis is a gateway drug. We've been laughing about that since the 80s. We knew it was a lie. We knew it was an out-and-out lie. Like, it never took me anywhere. No. I always wondered, like, what was that gateway? Like, I'm looking at stuff, and I think think more often than not, I've sat down and contemplated things just being stoned out of my mind and be like, that's a bad fucking idea. I'd be like, you know what? I wonder (laughs) if I'd ever want to try crack. Fuck that, dude. No, man. I wouldn't exactly. do crack. What the, you know, like, I think weed has, has deterred me from doing, you know, like, I've done stupid things, but I've never done, like, harmful or dangerous things. No, no. And let alone now we know, and I, I have a great friend on Instagram uh, that goes by Exit Drug. Now we, again, we know factually based, scientifically based, it's actually an exit drug from opiates from Mm -hmm. alcoholism so how many decades have people suffered unnecessarily because our government likes to make money and be systemically racist enough is enough enough is enough it's it's time to grow some plants bring back that american ingenuity that innovation i mean we have 330 million people in this country Let's let's get like at least 10 percent of them thinking about an innovative idea and starting their own business. And it's just on its own organically going to make everything better. Exactly. And we can even take it a step further. And, you, you know, you take that 10 percent and, you know, 5 percent of those people grow and 5 percent right. produce. But then those that 5 percent, 2 percent produce building materials, 2 percent produce, yep. you know, like manufacturing textiles or then fuels yep. and things like that, because. But then, but then, you know, that's even after the, the process of extracting the CBDs right. and the medicine and things like that. That's literally just biomatter production. So, like, what right. other, not even just plant, like, what other substance on the planet can, one, be used for a medicinal, literal, life-saving purpose and then take the schmutz that's left over and literally build a civilization that'll last five times longer than any building material out today? Yeah. Let alone uh, if you're in a you know nice climate that's not too extreme, you're looking at either no need for a heater or AC, or at least incredibly reduced uh, bills. So again, yeah, and, and, we, and no issue, every issue, every issue we have, and it, it sounds crazy when we say this, but I'll say 99, 99% of the issues America says they have, we can solve with hemp. We have we have a housing issue. We can make affordable housing. We can grow it with food. There's no reason for us to have a food crisis in this country. That's embarrassing. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just horrible. Especially Uh, when you can literally pull it from the ground or like, you know, pluck it out of a tree. Exactly. Yeah. And and Um, that's that's the thing is we've we've got to change some attitudes of. You know, not relying on the government, not relying on institutions, do more for yourself and learn more for yourself. 
Well, that's exactly exactly you would because you would you, you did like the, the air quotes and you think it's crazy. And a lot of times that's the only way because if you look at it, that's the only way that, that the government ever won over like the war on drugs or the yeah. war on cannabis and things like that is because if you look at it for the last 30, 40, 50 years, no matter what they've said, it's here. It's legal. Everybody knows now the actual like what we've been saying. Yeah. So instead, like and I'm sure that, you know, however long ago people sat down and, you know, they, they, they had this these clandestine meetings and it was like, you know. And, and it was, it was, all right, well, we can't argue with the benefits of the plant. We can't argue with the way it makes you feel. So we have to make the people who love it look fucking crazy. Yep. So when you say like, oh, you know, it's, it, it, it might sound, no, it doesn't sound crazy. It sounds crazy because they said that it sounds crazy. But yeah. No, this one good fucking point. plant can do ev- <laughs> absolutely everything. This yeah. one plant can make you feel good. It can cure what ails you. It can build your house. It can clothe your children. It can feed your family. It, it can, it can, you know, stabilize your, your economy. You know, with everything about it'll it, it'll stabilize and, and, you know, it in a way literally. you and I like. Like it'll right. stabilize the economy. The way, like, and I clarify that because, because we we do still have plenty of people that are happy with the trickle down capitalism oh, system. You know, and that's great. They like going for making a million bucks, and I'd rather everybody be able to pay their bills. Right, like it's it's. I don't want rich. You know, fame. I just I want to be able to sustain myself and do what yep. I you know like to do or enjoy doing. You know, like I don't, I don't need millions of dollars. Like I was, I was doing budget the other day because I just moved here and shit like that. Like I would comfortably eighteen hundred bucks a month. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm totally fine with less than two grand a month as long as my bills are paid. You know, I can, you know, I've got enough space to, to, you know, if I, if I want to have some plants and grow some plants or just, you know, make something. Like I don't need some craziness, and all that is, you know, is 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 achievable. If, you know, a, a portion of the people in control or a portion of the people, you know, that are, that are barking the loudest, just chilled out and realized that you don't need all that. Yeah. Like you don't and I need, think it's coming. Know. I really do. Yeah. I th- that's, that's one of the benefits I hope comes out of uh, maybe a little bit of a pause for the past year is and, and then this industry for sure. Uh, you oh. know, and I, I get it. I, I know the acreage holdings are out there and the canopy growths, but there's enough of us on the West Coast that have been doing this for a long time and folks like you that have been doing this for a long time that we're going to fight till the end to be cooperative, to support our fellow farmers, to make sure where we're getting product, it's safe. I mean, I remember in Oregon, the pushback we had when we wanted to include testing for pesticides and heavy metals. And it wasn't consumers that pushed back. It was the government that pushed back mm-hmm. because now the more you legitimize the practices, the, the, the less control that they have yeah. over it in the long run. And now cannabis literally is tested more and safer than the food you eat in Oregon. Oh, yeah. And that's a good standard to set. I don't have a problem saying, well, raise your food standards. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that's the whole idea. Why, why aren't we all eating? It, it, it shouldn't even be organic food. It should be food. Or then call the other stuff something else. But again, that's yeah. a whole other topic and a whole. Yeah, other, yeah. They, they play a whole game um, with that. But but with the cannabis, it, it yeah, I, I just it, it's time. It's common sense time, facts. Uh, and I think having decades now of people working with it, you, you're not going to change minds. It, it, absolutely, and and there have been a lot of things that have that have come out recently, and and it is going to happen soon. I think mostly, yes, because of the pandemic, a lot of people, you know, not only had had to find, you know, whatever option they could to seek relief, but a lot of people were just sitting around not doing anything, yeah. thinking about things. And innovation, you know, boredom is is another, you know, mother of innovation yeah. outside of necessity as well. Like, you know, there's a lot of things. Um, like I've 
I've thought about a bunch of uh, different things, just, just sitting here and be like, I wonder, you know, if we could use that, you know, just, just, just sitting around, but um, definitely also like the old world view, unfortunately uh, is, is still holding on, but we have to wait for them to die out, but that's not going to yep. be much longer before sure. those people who fought so hard are no longer are physically just no longer going to exist. So they're not going to be, you know, a, a, a roadblock. Um, but then also it's just the mainstream instant culture that we have like something happens and within seconds if not live everyone yeah. knows about it no matter sure. what it is so it's one of those like oh shit you made a discovery bam everybody fucking knows about it and there's no way that anybody can be like oh well that's bullshit or that's, that's a lie <laughs> crazy fucking hippies are eating babies and shit no they're fucking lying no like everybody fucking saw it you know like the rack dragged that pizza up those fucking stairs and this guy cured his cancer like everybody has seen it it's got millions of fucking yep. views you know, so that's done a lot for like, as, as vapid as that culture may be sometimes. Yeah. Um, it's definitely done a lot for the fact that like now there is no longer a big brother because everybody's got a fucking camera. Yeah. Like there is no longer this big shadowy organization covering up the truth because the truth is being broadcast live streaming, you know, over everything. And we do have a good amount of the crazy Ritz eccentric people that, that are like, you know, pushing this stuff or, you know, starting up their own companies and, and businesses and things like that. And, and, you know, saying, Hey, you're full of shit. This is what it is. You know, yeah. everybody knows this now. So it's, it's vastly improving and it's, it's, it's happening at a very fast rate. But I also then worry that, cause I saw this in Florida a lot, you're going to get these pharmaceutical reps or these former business, yep. you know, owners and leaders that are trying to capitalize. And it's happening here a lot too, because they give out so many licenses and that's great. But you get these people who come in from other states that just want to capitalize and they've got a little yep. bit of startup and they just, you know, they just want to sell whatever, whenever and and make money. And it kind of dilutes the industry feel a little bit, but it's kind of one of those, like you, you gotta, you, you gotta take the flotsam with the jetsam type thing. Like it's going to come no matter what. It's just as long yeah. as everybody is informed about, you know, what's going on and what they, you know, can do and what they can have access to or what, you know, is the truth of it, then it's, it's just going to be just another thing like everything else. And it's, it's, it's going to evolve like it has been. Well, and I have, I have a, a hopeful prediction on some of this. Um, I, I saw it in hemp and I saw it in cannabis early on and I call it stupid money. So the folks that have that stupid money, I don't see them profiting yet. And at the end of the day, uh, and we've we've kind of touched on this, like you and I have different goals with cannabis right. and hemp. You know, it's about bettering society, educating people, and changing the world. The people that are like that, the the carpet baggers or whatever term you want to use nowadays, they're not making money because they throw stupid money at it. They run the same old bullshit systems, and then they wonder why they're not making a profit. Where you and I know we got to watch every penny penny we have to run this like a real business not a paper business and that it is profit and loss it's not pieces of paper this that and the other thing mm -hmm. i just personally haven't seen too many people playing in that game make long-term gains and i on the stock yeah. market too i mean we, we saw you know the first one to hit the stock market uh crashed and now that company had to get bought out by canada yeah okay good yeah. job guys um you know and this is a hundred million dollar company and they had to get mm -hmm. bought out by canada if you are an american cannabis company and you have to get bought out by canada you 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 should be embarrassed <laughs> it, it is, it is definitely they, threw up, they threw more stupid money at it right they bought new york and new jersey so that's, that's what they do and that's and that's fine that that you know like those companies are going to exist no matter what but yeah you're right because it's, i don't think it's like, going to last as much 
as as it's, in other not, industries. I mean, it'll it'll last for what it is because, like, I, I witnessed this in Florida. There are a few yeah. places that I work for. They were a consortium. Okay. Or, you know, so it was like we had constant influx and and changing of investors. There were always somebody coming in. Like there were shareholders in gotcha. Texas and there were shareholders down in South America. There were shareholders in Canada. There were shareholders in Europe and there were constant investors coming in and out. But it was like the CEO was always stepping down or the CFO was always right. taking over and the COO was leaving, but his brother was taking, you know, it was so, so yes, it's always going to be there, but it's, it's, it's so complicated and so yeah. contradictive of itself that it'll hit a point and stagnate and yes there will always yes. be a name and yes there will always be a presence but they're not going to do any damage they're not going to do any real damage because half of their effort is spent revamping or yes. infighting or Good restructuring or selling or liquidating yep. so it's kind of one of those it's like an aerobarous like it is a beast that will yeah. always exist but it's just going to spend half of its life eating its own tail yeah yeah. So like they're they're there. So like I've I've given up on that. Like I that's one of the reasons I left Florida because like I'm done fighting. I'm I'm done being yeah. David. I'm done yeah. fighting this fucking giant because this giant's always going to exist. I'm going to go somewhere where I can affect actual yeah. change, where people want to listen, and where that's... it's not you know it doesn't cost you a hundred thousand dollars just <sighs> to get a an opportunity to get a chance to maybe look at getting your license reviewed for getting your license. You know. Yeah. So I was like I was like fuck that because it's 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 going to be there and it's going to push and the people that are there and it's. Because it's a, it's a seventy what billion dollar a year industry illegally for the last however yeah. many years. Obviously, once you legalize it, it's gonna fucking do the same, you know. Yeah. And in Florida, there's there's tourism, and that's and that's fine. I just fucking hate that place anyway. But <laughs> like I've I don't worry about that side of it simply because it's eating itself. Like it's gonna exist, True. but it's it's not gonna do anything. So as long as people, you know. Especially like in Oregon, like Oregon, that was huge with the decriminalization of everything. They were just like, yeah. fuck it. Yep. They're just like, like we understand yeah. and it's going to happen. Cause like I've been following maps out in California and they're doing stuff with MDMA. Like they're in third yes. phase trials with MDMA yeah. for anxiety and depression and PTSD yep. and stuff like that. And as somebody, you know, has, who has microdosed and has PTSD, that's fucking wonderful. Like, yes. yes, it's a drug. Yes, it may be bad. Anything's a drug. If you take too much of it, you know, you can overdose on fucking aspirin. Yeah, you know, like it doesn't matter. It's 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 not what it is. It's and it's it, it's the same thing in the industry. It's the same thing in fucking language. It's the same thing with with talking to your pet. Like it's not what you say. It's how you say it. Yeah, you know, it's not what you're selling. It's how you sell it. You know, True. it's not what you take. It's how you take it. Like it doesn't matter if it's ibuprofen or heroin. If you take too fucking much, if your body can't handle it, you're gonna die. Yeah, you know, yes. like I can yeah. I can like my dog is here and I can <laughs> I can softly say I'm gonna fucking murder you. And I hate you. And he loves me and he's rubbing. And I can scream, I love you. And he goes and runs under the couch. <laughs> True. Like it doesn't, you know. So it's, it's, and the government knows that better than everybody. The government oh, and religion yeah. know that better than everybody else. And it's, you know, yeah. it's, it's, oh, this is bad. And it's going to rot your teeth. And you're going to put your baby in the microwave. And you're going to, you know, like end up homeless on the street, interchanging fluids with, you know, yeah. seedy individuals and shit like that. And it's, it's not like, it's how you do it. Like, look yeah. at alcohol. Look at the lives that alcohol has destroyed. And that's wonderful because it's regulated and people can control it and it's old world money. Yeah. I, mean, um, and but I was just going to say, and it how pays for stuff. Yeah. They, I was just yeah. going to say, it pays for, it buys senators and congressmen and just like the pharmaceutical industry. I don't care which side, what, what side of the fence you're on, they're getting bought and they're yeah. not on, they're not for us. They're, and yeah. it's, it's kind of like you said, that's the other thing on, on the flip side of that. I was thinking uh, when you were saying that it's, uh, I think uh, sometimes one side of the fence yells at you and the other side of the fence says it nicely, but they're saying the same thing. Oh, absolutely. You know, cause, 
because I just yeah watched uh, that the the more act and and then I watched supposedly the side that's on our side just absolutely add gross amendments uh ruin the whole expungement of it and and do what they do so now the fight is we've got wolves in sheep's clothing we've got to fight for the next four years we, we and i'm, do, I'm happy, I, to fight them. Real happy to yeah. do it yeah happy to but i think like you said I, I, i'm going to change the word it's not about fight it's about going where we can make a difference in oklahoma right. oregon i mean we'll end up seeing each other in person because i am going to come back to oklahoma there's there's some great hemp opportunities there from decades ago. <laughs> I actually, uh, one of my previous guests, uh, Davina, um, she she just had a cousin who got his license to to grow to Good. produce hemp out here. Well, you have um, American so, hemp growing out there that hasn't been eradicated. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's there since the 30s. You're one of the few states that's still got true American natural hemp growing. So. Yeah. I'm looking forward to to really partnering up with some folks in Oklahoma. And, and again, man, I just love hearing the same attitude like you're saying about self-sustainability and community intentionally working together and really making a real difference. I mean, Absolutely. talk about leaving a legacy for, you know, our, our kids, grandkids or whatever. Um, it's a plant. That's all yeah. we got to do is keep growing this plant. Keep putting the truth out there. Keep putting the facts out there. And I'm going to keep trying to get as many people as possible to grow it and get to know it and fall in love with it. Whether you're you're making your your tea with it or whether you're going to grow a, you know, some hemp and make a chicken coop just to find out how herd works. Let's do it. Right. Let's get started and, and let's make a change. That's really, really what it's all about. And it will happen if folks like you and I keep Keep going to those places where we can make a difference and get more people, more people involved. So what is, what's like the one thing that you've seen that frustrates you that, that people need to realize? Like the one thing that you're just like, no, that's wrong. Like the misconceptions. What's the one thing you just want everybody to realize, you know, this is, is not what it is. This is what it should be or something like that. I think the one thing, and you touched on it, it's cannabis I know we call it hemp because of legal reasons and for what it does. And I know we call pot cannabis, but at the end of the day, it's a cannabis sativa plant. And at the end of the day, CBD works better with other cannabinoids like THC. Right. At the end of the day, this plant in all its forms, in all its genres, in all its cultivars is safe. And not only safe, it changes the world. It makes people healthier. It feeds people. It houses people. It clothes people. Uh, and we've got to stop demonizing one cannabinoid over another or one legal definition of a plant over another. It's cannabis. It's amazing. And it's time to decriminalize and just let this thing be a plant and change some lives. And economies and the world. I mean, everything. It's it's right, time it, to it, do it. Touches it. everything. It's, so it's, that's you know, what bugs it's, me is they they separate us and it's cannabis. It's right. all good. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the one thing and 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 it could be anything about the the movement, the culture, your personal experience, growing, uh -huh. consuming. What's the one thing that you just you you enjoy? Just the that that you kind of. Like you get to do this or you like your, your favorite aspect, that one thing that that kind of at, at a certain point when everything's low or, or, you know, at the shitty moments, you're just like, this is why. Like, what's that one kind of sparkle in the back of your mind that keeps you going? 
Uh, for me, it is that I have been able to change uh, the lives of women and women of color. I know women of color that own land and grow hemp. And knowing we need more of that and, and knowing that, that the history, that gets me up every day. I mean, that, that is, that's life-changing. And I mean, I thought I knew the history of hemp, but I've learned so much about the systemic racism of hemp and what happened to our black female farmers and our black farmers and brown farmers in general that what gets me up every day is all Americans are going to start growing hemp, including, including the women and, and the women of color. And that just, that gets me fired up. Cause I get to, <laughs> I get to talk to them. I get to meet oh, them, yeah. get to, you know, and see the lives that are changed. And again, these aren't million acre or well, exactly. These aren't hundred acre farms. These are sometimes mm -hmm. one acre, 20 acre farms that are changing lives, feeding families and creating self-sustaining incomes. Absolutely. That's, that's great. Well, I I loved having you on. This was a great like I love talking about you know the what I what I call the similar differences and the different yeah. similarities that, that cannabis has. Like you know you can take one plant and grow it anywhere and it's gonna reflect where you grow. You know, or you can take that one plant and make anything. Like if you have a need, it's gonna fill it. Like I was talking to somebody, it's, it's like the duct tape of the plant yeah. world. Like True. you know there isn't anything that you can't do with it. Yep. Uh, so, but I absolutely I love what you're doing. Uh, the self sustainability is a is a big thing of mine. Like I love learning about what keeps me alive and you know what what can you know sustain yeah. my life so I, I love what you're doing so keep doing that uh, thank you for being on i had a wonderful time you're a delightful individual and i enjoy talking to you and i look forward to meeting you yeah uh, me too but, i really do i look forward to meeting you in person here uh maybe this summer let's cross our fingers this right summer. yeah you know oh, hopefully yeah. we've got we've got plenty of stuff um yeah. and enjoy the enjoy the rest of the the conference because that thing is awesome yeah merge is awesome I enjoy that yeah um I'm looking, looking forward to the rest of that. And, and thank you guys for listening. I appreciate everything. You guys are the reason that I do it and you keep me going on. You keep me strong, man. Thank you so much for holding on to me. Like, it's so sorry, sorry, Jack on the door, Jack on the door. <laughs> uh, but thank you guys. I appreciate everything. And thank you, mjbulls.com. Check them out for all the amazing podcasts that are on there. Uh, and once again, I appreciate it. Beth, the hemp huntress. Thank you for being on my show. You're wonderful and you're changing the world. And, and I love you. Thank you so much. And thank you guys. And remember, tune in, toke up, and think. Conic and Tom, podcast. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Kenna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Kenna podcasters right here on PodConX. And look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.